nine rounds of golf for $90? Yep. The Minnesota Golf Passport is back and available now at TomBernardShow.com. As a golf passport card holder, you're entitled to nine 18 whole rounds of golf for just one low price of $90. Supplies are limited, so just go to TomBernardShow.com and type keyword passport. A $300 golf value for just 90 bucks. Now you got it. TomBernardShow.com. Keyword passport. Where's the manager? Walzer Automotive presents Car Selling Secrets. Welcome to Car Selling Secrets. I believe this is episode 88. Is that right? Number of keys on a piano. Oh, look at here. Last minute, it'll never change. He still carries his own headphones with him. You, you think Pro Cost Pro 4 AA's, yeah. baby. We're going to talk about those shortly. So joining us in studio. <laughs> there you go. Andy Brandt Bernard. And special guest all the way from St. Cloud. Uh, Johnny Rock Lassman. He's never going to change. Never going to change. That's all I've got. Johnny Rock Lassman. This should be an interesting show. We'll be right it back after be. this exciting announcement from one of our sponsors. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Uh, we're just trying to represent people who have been injured through no fault of their own. We're trying to talk to them before they talk to an adjuster or before they take a settlement that isn't something they should get based upon their injuries. How many people are out there in different, not in the law business, that love to run around scaring people before you even get to them? Well, adjusters will want to settle cases right. and they want to close files. So based upon that, they do what they have to. Um, I think there's a lot of circumstances where they probably act as attorneys where they're not attorneys and they try yeah. to explain people's rights or they give them a certain view that if they look at it. And what I always say is this, if the adjuster really truly thinks the offer they made makes sense, they'd have them come see us. You know? And that's exactly my question is, you have to understand who has the best, your best interest in mind, correct? Well, you want to know what your rights are. You know, whether yep. or not you decide yep. you're going to hire us or not, that's a choice. It's a free consultation, and you want to understand what your, all your rights are and what coverages you have. And plus the fact, I hang out with you, so you got to be a good guy <laughs> if I'm hanging out with you. Uh, maybe. <laughs> uh, okay. Ladies and gentlemen, Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. Tom Bernard here with my friend John Schwartz, co-owner of AAA Movers, a family-owned part of the Metro since 1964. John, this isn't your first barbecue or a rodeo, is it? You know what, Tom? AAA Movers has been moving Minnesota for over 56 years. Our family business has gone from two trucks to over 50 and proud to say that we're the number one moving company in Minnesota. We believe our success has been earned with time and trust by our customers. Our number one referral is former clients. So maybe it's time you call AAA. If you or someone you care about needs to move from here or there, even if that there is on the other side of the country. I wish I was moving today. If you are, mention Tom Bernard or KQ and you'll get a free moving box kit with every move and you'll save 50 bucks off with removal from junk luggers. Your move is always triple guaranteed with AAA Movers. That's their price guarantee, safety guarantee, and satisfaction guarantee. Call 612-588-MOVE or online at aaamovers.com. AAA Movers, you may not move every day, but they do. We are back with special guests. This is like the twins reunited. Minnesota today. They wow. start today at one ten, baby. Right. Yeah, it's just you know, half an hour from now. As is the tradition on car selling secrets. Before we get into what it will be undoubtedly a love fest about radio, Doctor John, tell us a story of your very first automobile. Ooh, Doctor John. Doctor John. Yeah, right place, wrong time. Um, the first car that I drove or owned. Owned. Uh, first well, of all, whichever is the best story. A better story. The first car that I drove was my mother's 1973 Orange Nova two door, with the big uh, the Orange Nova yes, baby. Yes, <laughs> listening to you on the AM radio. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, I didn't know what I had. You know, I'm just a 16 year old, and I'm like, ugh, I gotta take the mom's car. But oh boy, I looked at them now. They're they're not cheap and they're fast. And no, they're some fun. of them were really fast. Yeah, but it was great. It was great. My dad had the Chrysler that, uh, that you had to hit the radio like Fonzie to make it work. Oh, the <laughs> forearm the, the dashboard. Yeah, yeah. but uh, that Nova. Yeah, that stuck with me. And then. How about the first car accident I ever had? That'd be a great story, oh, I'm so sure. I'm in my mom's Nova, and Tom, you'll know exactly where this is. I'm on uh, 94 East, out about two miles from Radio Drive, 
on the way to uh, KDWB, Stereo right. 101, oh, to do yeah. uh, the phone call uh, research stuff. And it's bumper-to-bumper traffic. And I see this, uh, what were they called, the AMC Javelin? Yeah. Oh, the Javelin. Yeah, yeah. there's a Javelin yeah. doing about 75 miles an hour and coming right for me. And I'm at a complete stop with the car in front of me. And this idiot kid, this was, I was 17. This kid plowed right into me. I Ooh. had no seatbelts. God, you're lucky you survived. I walked out of that car going, what the hell? And the kid said, <laughs> I'll never forget it. Hey, sorry, man. You got a joint? <laughs> you know, I'll tell you a funny story. Oh, the kind of a similar go. ending. There was a gal when I was in, I think it was in high school and the summer after that I, I just, I was all over this gal and she I, she, I wasn't getting any play. Mm. So I'm in Dinky Town. Lamont Cranston's playing a street dance and we bump into each other. Was and John doing start, coke over there? What are you doing? I'm picking up some. Uh, some paper that fell out of my oh, pocket. Oh, I thought no. you were kind Things of leaning over to the really table. Well. There. And don't, don't, don't bring up Coke unless you got some. Uh, <laughs> he says, can you, you give me a ride back to my place in Prospect Park? And I said, well, yes, I can. Oh. So we jump in the, we head down the river road, take a right at the stop sign by Pike Hall. You know where that well, is? I know and There's a well. corner right there. It's really sharp and yellow poles around. I just pull out from the, this Thunderbird's going about 60 coming the other way. And it's a 20-mile-an-hour curve. Ooh. Hits the Mustang in the front, winds up at the end, uh, puts a hole in the door. I just, oh. God dang it. She's yeah. like, just take me home. Oh. And the guy who was driving the Mustang, his family owned the, you remember the Rathskeller in oh, yeah. Dinky Town? Sure. Oh, yeah, yeah sure. that was his family's bar. Completely hammered. He goes, i got to go take a leak before the cops show up. I'm like, oh. 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 And in those days, they just gave him a ride home. Oh, wow. Yeah, so. that's true. That is true. You guys got to tee me up because at some point, because I still use this on the air all the time, but I, I do give credit. So you should ask John a question about what he's going to do about something. Uh-oh. Okay. Just say, what are you going to do about something? Just say that to him. What are you going to do about your COVID vaccine? Now, John, what I would do and what I think you should do, uh-huh. one of the greatest lines in the, that man was a genius. I will tell you that. John's father. Oh. Used to say that to him all the time. Isn't that the greatest? Oh, Frank. Well, <laughs> goes, well. Uh, when you when you said you know where Pike Hall was, yes, I was dragged there every Saturday by my father because he had, you know, nowadays in your fancy uh, country clubs and right. uh, U.S. Swim and Fitnesses. No, he had uh, Pike Hall passes because he was a professor at the U. Okay. You, you he, know, our fathers both worked at the yeah, university at the same time. I, so I was—that's where I know you from. Well, uh, you're a little bit younger than me, so this is an interesting story. Didn't I it get go a, under then? Almost? Huh? Didn't the U almost go under? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was all the drug deals they did at Coffee <laughs> yeah, Union. Exactly. So I get a message from Miguel on Facebook saying, "Hey." um... Dan Murphy has been was talking about you on a podcast. Now Dan and I were stepbrothers for about two years back yeah. in the you know in the in the seventies. And his mom was a college professor too. Yep. So I reached out to him, we connected, and we went out to, I had a lovely dinner with him, and we were talking about you, because I guess you guys were classmates. We went to Marshall U High together. Yeah, I I was a Marshall U, I didn't graduate. I Uh, I was such a shitty, uh, such a bad public school student, I did my final year at Breck when it was on the river. Oh, Breck. But Dan mentioned a couple of stories about you two in Europe when he was touring with Solus. Oh, probably shouldn't mention. No, you can. I just, I just posted a photo of Soul Asylum in Copenhagen with me. Um, I was over there for uh, with Annie Miners, the promotion director at Power sure. 92. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, back in 91, 92, we went over there for a promotion with the Rolling Stones in Russia. And uh, we went through Copenhagen. And uh, we saw the Stones play Copenhagen. And we came out of the stadium with, you know, 120,000 there. Mm-hmm. Uh, really strong beer and legal hash. It was quite the show. <laughs> I bet it was. Yeah. So we come walking out, and uh, a guy's handing out flyers, and it says, One Night Only, Soul Asylum, Club Boo Boo. So we go over to Club Boo Boo in a taxi, and there's Soul Asylum uh, sitting at the bar with no one, like two other people in the bar, because they, they had been done for a half hour. And they freaked out. We freaked out. Uh, I just told the story 
yesterday because we had Martin Keller on my show who mm-hmm. wrote a book about local music and sure. I, uh, and the scene. So I talked about Soul Asylum in high school, and I posted a photo of us in, in Copenhagen, even with the late, great Carl Mueller of Soul Asylum. Well, I was, I, I've been talking to Dan about having him do this show, and he goes, I think, and we talked about this on the morning show, he says, I, I, don't, I think Tom's probably still mad at us because uh, he said something on the radio, and Perner went after him during a big street festival in downtown Minneapolis. Yeah, he, he said, I he really did. doubt oh, that, yeah. that Tom's going to hold a I grudge. don't care. Well, when was this? Like, well, well, it would be like you know, 1989 <laughs> or something. I will tell you when this was. All right. There was an announcement that I had to read out of the, it was on the wire, that uh, Dave was dating uh, Winona, uh, Winona Ryder, yeah. yep. right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I said, well, that ought to last about three weeks. <laughs> <laughs> and it lasted, I think, less than three yeah. weeks. Yeah. But, you did, know, they get, he, did they get married? No. No, God, no. no. They, they, didn't, they weren't together more than a few no. months, were they? No. In fact, I, I was poking fun at Perner yesterday. Yeah. For, I said, I, Jesus Christ, yeah, Dave, I, settle down. Yeah, you played him. I said, uh, there he goes, uh, Mrs. Winona Ryder. Come on. <laughs> Yeah, yeah Dan, Danny told me he met Dave. Dave was a bag boy at Lunds on uh, Lake Street. Sure. Oh, there you go. Yep. How long ago was that that he was hanging out with Winona Ryder? That was right around 91, 92, 93. Right okay, so, power. so I have a question. Yeah. So Dan thinks I'm pissed off 30 years later? Yeah. Really? <laughs> what the hell well, not anymore I because I sent him that was air never check and we off. were talking about it. He goes, okay, I'll do the show sometime. Honest to God, I was never pissed off yeah. at him. It was a joke, and he got all pissed off. It was like, oh, I didn't even know. I never did hear what he said about me on stage, but wow. I don't give a rat's. Who cares? Hey, I smell ratings. Yeah, yeah that's, that's right. Okay, Hamilton, settle down. <laughs> <laughs> Hamilton, let's pretend Tom's dead. Just think of the rating. Like, yeah, thanks, Dave. It worked for the Beatles. <laughs> that's right, it worked for the Beatles, exactly. Sergeant Pepper never would have sold it that Paul is dead BS. At some point, you're going to have to come in, and we're going to have to do an entire podcast about the psychosis that is KQRS. Oh, you might as well start now. I mean, That is the craziest goddamn place I have ever been in my life, and has been for 35 years. Oh, wow. So, what, so many what, people. what things are constant in the last 35? Uh, uh, well, I know when I when I left thanks. Power 92 <laughs> the uh, the first time after 15 years, I thought everywhere was like that. Uh-huh. Yeah, and I learned really yeah. quick. Uh-uh. Now, uh, now a lot of success. Yeah, but a lot of kooky too. Oh God, it's it hasn't stopped. I no. will tell you that it's it's never going to stop. So no. I, I'm sure you know this, Tom, but I don't. How did you get into radio, John? How, where did you go from Marshall U to? No, I was was 11, 12 years old going to the hippie school, uh, Marcy Open School. Marcy's Uh, Playground. That's, uh, yes, uh, about 10 years later, the kid from Marcy started that band. So uh, I'm a kid listening to, uh, oh, I don't know, Catman on WDGY. And uh, and, uh, I I all of a sudden looked around and said, I don't want to be a magician. I want to be a disc jockey now. And... (laughs) And uh, then there I, you go. yeah, we took a, a tour. The whole class took a tour of Brown Institute, the school. Right. And uh, next thing you know, they had a program where you could get uh, you know fifth, sixth grade credit for hanging out at different businesses once a week. And oh, I remember hit, that hippie deal. school work some, study. Yes, some kids went to the bakery. Well, yeah. I went to the WWTC, and sure. I, and yep. I literally you know did nothing. I hung out. I got thrown on the air with uh, Glenn Olson once. Oh, I love Glenn. And 30 years later, I was his programming director at W Light. So life is is crazy. But that's how I got into it. I had the CB radio station in my bedroom. Never got laid as a teenager. Oh, here we go. Did the radio thing all my life. And then when I'm not... uh, when I'm not doing my radio thing, you can find me in a you know fetal position in my bedroom. So, sure. Well, good. not that I'd ever look for you. No. I get in the fetal position when I'm on the air. <laughs> That's the problem. That so I, you fortunately, you have your own studio. So yeah, exactly. Away That's why that. I never go into the studio. I just do it from home or here or wherever. Yeah. It all works. I remember out. a couple of years ago we were talking. You're like, yeah, I should probably just go back and do it in the studio. The show's always better. I said, dude, you'd wind up killing everybody. I would. The, after uh, the first no week. question about it. Don't do that. <laughs> yeah, you're no. It'll, it'll never happen again. Believe me. Working remotely is a good thing for Uncle Tommy. Is all I have yeah. to say. I, I will say when you were and I was producer when you were in a different studio, you were right on when we'd come back from a commercial break. Mm-hmm. But when you were there, you're you're right. 
This guy would be approached by everything oh, that moved. Oh, yeah. We need two minutes. We need one minute. We need 60 right. seconds. I hear you. Hey, Tom, that, we, we're uh, missing coffee filters. Yeah, Can you help us back? <laughs> now, now back to the morning show. And I'd, I'd look over like, where the hell is he? And I'd look yeah, out. And there'd be two salespeople and uh, the program director and the general manager yeah. all pulling at you. And they're like, ah, oh, we're on the air. Yeah. It hasn't changed no. much. So we just wait right here <laughs> at the old West End and everything is good. And uh, nice, we're happy. Nice day. By the way, I haven't been in the studio. This is gorgeous. Well, this we got lucky because there are no windows at all in yeah. this office, which yeah. is perfect for you know podcasting. But you know it's hard to rent this out because there are no windows. Right. So a studio is a perfect thing. I have to ask you one. Go- now, when you had WWTC, was John Hines there then? Yes, I, I thought think, so. Yes, yeah. and I, I think he was nights or something. I, you probably yes, I think uh, that's right. Glenn Olson did mornings. Jim Stewart was my Jim program Stewart, director. Yeah. But as an as an eleven twelve year old kid. It would always hit me, the smell of uh, stale smoke the minute the elevator opened. <laughs> it was great. It was so romantic and rocking. You know, this AM, AM radio station. So let me ask you a question, because I, I honestly don't really know the answer. I have some idea, but what does a program director do at a rock and roll radio station? Nothing. Very I mean, little? Ruin the ratings. Right. <laughs> That's about it. I suspect that there's some truth in that answer, but I was just curious. Oh, what do they actually? What do they answer, really do? Uh, well, uh, I don't know. Technically, uh, he yeah. or she is responsible for whatever comes out of the speakers. So that's that's how the. Yeah, I know. I'm Tom's <laughs> laughing. Well, you don't count. Oh, you don't count. <laughs> yeah. There, no, no, no. Pro- yeah. When was the last time the program director said? Tom, we need to do an air check session today. We're going to sit down and listen to the show, man. <laughs> oh, did they do that? Oh, oh God. They and then criticize you and stuff? Oh, yeah, yeah. You'd have a you'd have a cassette tape or a reel-to-reel tape. Reel-to-reel, baby. And they, oh. they'd play, they'd, say, you know, they'd start your show at the you know top of the hour, and oh, they'd play no. the first break. Am I wrong? Oh, yeah. That sounds horrible. And then they'd stop it and go, now... That intro of Billy Don't Be a Hero, you were, you know. <laughs> you were laughing. Now, this you, is a serious you song. Smi- well, the classic scene in the Private greatest. Parts. It's W and BC. Do it with me. You know, that, yeah. What was that guy's name again? Oh, God. Well, I was. He's dead now. Yeah, Kevin Matheny. Kevin Matheny, there you go. I got, exactly I, right. you know, I got a little bit of that once from my heart when I was doing spots with Rosie for oh, the Honda boy. store. Sure. I kept calling it K Fan. Uh, and one of the producers said, no, no, it's K-F-A-N. I said, look, I'm the advertiser. I'm calling it K-F-A-N, so just go away. Wait, yes. Get the hell away from what, Why? Why did yeah. he care? Well, apparently it's at some corporate level, they oh. didn't want to be known as K-F-A-N. Well, they wanted it K-F-A-N. It's people that don't have enough to do, right? A different company owns W-Fan. I don't know. It had to be... Uh, hey, in New York. I'm yeah. no program director, but I like KFAN too. Right. Yeah, I do too. Yeah. KQ. Well, that's what everybody yeah. calls it, right? Yeah. That's why we go with KQ. Nobody yeah. ever says KQRS. It's just yeah. KQ. That's yeah. it. God, that'd be. I would hate that. Wow. Sit yeah. down and play the. Ta- I, I mean, I can't stand the sound of my own voice. Most people can't, but I. But I think a lot of people <laughs> are like that, right? It's like oh, yeah, you know, John sure. will tell you in case because you know this, but we had a general manager. I actually got him the job. Nobody else wanted to hire him, but I got him the job. And then he said about literally trying to destroy my life. I mean, he literally did. He he act absolutely at the very end, just before he's going to be fired. He apparently told a bunch of people, "I spent most of my time at KQRS trying to get Tom fired, but they wouldn't do it." Oh. It's like, yeah, a lot of thirty share guys get fired. Oh, yeah, die. that's right. What a dope. Wow. Yeah, cross-eyed fat bastard. <laughs> anyway, moving forward. So do they all... Who's I haven't changed, John. No, yeah. So I'm who's not, responsible for not. picking the music in a modern radio station? Well... Is that the program director as well? Or? There you uh, go. Well, that's where it gets kind of sketchy. Uh, in the in the major markets... Yeah, he almost choked me to death. Uh, thank you. In the major markets, you would think the program director, and the buck stops there. Right. But there's the VP of programming. Ah. And so there's a lot of eyes and ears on these stations nowadays because there's a lot of money at stake. Blah, blah. Yeah. So they don't just have rogue P- PDs, program directors, adding music and doing everything. There's a lot of people up above that say, uh, no, regarding that uh, skillet record that you're playing. <laughs> you know. Well, could one of you two guys, well, not you anymore, but make, maybe give a call to Cumulus and tell them that the Beatles wrote more than three songs? No. Oh, God. No. no. no only three tests. <laughs> yeah, that's that's right. what I got a test, The baby. rest of the records yeah. were terrible. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody wants to Great. hear that. 
Uh, like I said, I talked about it here this morning. I just happened to find an old CD of Rubber Soul, and I listened to it because the Mustang still has a CD player mm-hmm. in it, right? God, what a great album. You know, actually, as I get older, the, my two favorite Be- Beatles albums, I get them confused all the time, are Revolver and Rubber Soul. Well, I mean, they recorded them with almost yeah. a year of uh, within did. each other, and they there's did. just so much... The recording itself isn't great, but it doesn't matter because the songs are so good. Right. Well, and you know why those sound so good. Those were the first albums that they were smoking the wacky tobacco. Yeah, that's <laughs> serious. Yeah, that's, that is true. And all that sort that of stuff. Is true. The Dylan influence. No, I love, I love Rubber Soul, too. Uh, got Girl and... The word, yeah. and, oh, just great a, stuff. Norwegian wood, yeah. Ah. Norwegian woods on that album, yeah. yeah. It's absolutely true. On paperback, writer is on. Is that on Revolver? It's on neither. That was a single. I thought. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it was on no. an album, was it? No. The is greatest, right? the greatest hits. Mr. Music over here. Oh, I can't remember I everything. <laughs> God, those were the days. Of, remember when we had Steve Miller in studio playing live on the air. And Tony Lee dropped in the the squirrel oh, monkey. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Steve Miller goes, thank you, oh, on the God. air. Oh, God, I'll never forget oh, it. Unbelievable. Oh, it was well known. If you came into KQRS, it was a mad, it was psychotic yeah. in that building. Yeah. I mean, I don't go in at all anymore. <laughs> and there's a reason for that. I, seriously, there's there's some kind of mental illness. In that. <laughs> Just those call letters, KQRS, there's something mentally ill about it. Oh, well, it's a... Holdover from uh, the Golden Valley days. I mean, that is yeah. Lilac oh, Drive. Boy. <laughs> oh, my God. And that, sadly, I had to keep talking about Craig, but that was one of the pictures on Facebook. Was yeah. A, a, somebody, a, a guy that used to work at KQ also sold cars, passed away suddenly, I think, a day or so ago, named Craig Kittleson. Right. Um, there's a picture of him trying to open the break into 917 North Lilac yeah. Drive. Yeah. It's now, wait here. a minute. <laughs> He wasn't the one that spread his butt cheeks on the uh, no. morning news. That was Brent R. Wilcox. Oh, okay. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, my God. That was Brent R. Wilcox. Oh, oh, no doubt about oh, it. Oh, oh. I mean, look. Yeah. Oh, God. I smell ratings, uh, but, yeah. <laughs> but that's not all you smell. Oh, my God. I've never seen a moon. I mean, I've seen, you know, oh, yeah. I've seen guys, moon guys. This was live on TV. Wasn't he wearing a bunny costume when he did it? No. The oh, one it was a different time. It was okay. a different time, and they're in front of uh, Lilac Drive at like 6 a.m., so it's like dark, but mm-hmm. you can see the front door because they had their their spotlight on the, uh, and I think it was, a I don't know, a woman reporting, you know, Fox. It was, yeah. Good morning, Channel 5, uh, Eyewitness News. Alex Kendall or one of those people. We're here in front of uh, KQRS, and he just casually walks out, doesn't say a thing. He's like 10 <laughs> feet behind her. But he drops trout, and I mean, he it was like the proctologist. He he just, it oh, was yeah. all oh, yeah. third eye blind, man. <laughs> and I'm going, oh, my God. <laughs> what a, you know that, I, I remember now, because what, like 100 cab drivers showed yes, up or something? Yes, yes. Do you know what caused that whole thing? Oh, is that the Tom Brunard, this is yes, for you, Eric? Yes, Tom Brunard, I don't remember what the, what the controversy was. Uh, there was a, a, a man, I believe a cab driver got killed. Oh. And then they all, all these cab drivers drove drove around the courthouse downtown, and were chanting and doing all this stuff. And I said, "What the hell is the problem?" And they were talking about, you know, we will get no justice. We'll get no justice. And I said, "Hey, assholes, this is America. You will get justice." Right. That's all I said. Mm-hmm. And there was this huge uproar because I happened to like think that America was an okay place. Yeah. Apparently, couldn't do that. But my favorite part of that, John, was. Then they went out to KQRS and surrounded that building, and they're chanting and pissing on the building and doing all this stuff, right? Next day, they went on on the air, and I said, I don't work in that building. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I I remember it because I was down the hall at the Edge. Right. Program director. Program director at the Edge. There was a record promoter in town. What a surprise. And he Mm -hmm. he had to get a cab to the airport, right? And I go, oh, jeez. Oh, it's out here. This is before cell phones. And I said, yeah. well, go to the uh, front lobby. There's a, a phone yeah. in the lobby. You can call the, the taxi there. He's like, okay, thanks a lot. He comes back like two minutes later. He goes, there's like 55 cabs. <laughs> What's going on? I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> I had no idea. I thought, oh, my God. No, that was a boy those days, John. Oh, I know. Those days, it was amazing. There's no no question about that. But I suppose you look at it and you you know look at how lucky we were yeah. to kind of 
wandering at the right time. Yeah. You know, Hammy, Jesus, Hammy. Yeah. He's a piece of work. What's he doing? I think he lives in Texas now. He was living in, uh, I think, Palm Springs. Yes, he was. But then he, uh, the, the taxes got to him. So oh. I think, he, I, plus his daughter, I think, moved to Dallas or, or okay. Austin, Texas. Maybe I think it's Austin, Austin, Texas. Yeah. yeah. So he ended up, I think, moving to Austin. I haven't go. talked to him in years. Uh, been a long time. Me either. You know, ever since certain things. <laughs> if you should, know what I'm should saying. Should we take a little break? Uh, we've got a minute and a half. Oh, okay. So we go to 22. To 22. And a half. I'm sorry about that. 22 and a half, actually. Okay. It Format changed. So you were saying we all hated Dave Hamilton? No, 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 no. no, no. Oh, kidding, well. Dave. Dave. Dave was uh, Dave was like the uh, professor. Erwin Corey, uh, sort of a, a genius program director who also had a great morning guy and uh, was nuts. And was nuts. <laughs> and was nuts. Sounds like a great guy. Is it safe actually. to say that if it was in today's HR world, things would be oh, yes, a little different? But, yeah, uh, me no too. Way. But uh, he did do it some one time. We were partying it up after our, our ratings just kept going up and up and up. and It was yeah, unbelievable yeah. watching that whole thing happen, right? So we had a big party. And I'm not saying who vomited all over the carpet, <laughs> but Dave went out and v- built a vomit bridge out of album covers. Oh, my God, yeah, yeah. Oh, Remember that? Doug, we could, we could do an entire podcast. Well, I think oh, we are. Not, I don't mean an hour. I mean, like, that's what we'll... A month. That's what we'll no, forever. We'll forever. base it on stories from back in the day oh, at this you, place. You're right. You could do a oh. 20-year podcast on just stories oh, about what happened God. in that building. There was the... Uh, the pr- your producer, long before I was there, that it came back, that uh, ate the uh, rotisserie chicken that had been out for about two days. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, that went really well. That was fantastic. Why would you do that? I'm hungry. I was hungry. It was free food, he free. thought. Oh. It's free. I'll eat this. All right, we do have to take a break now there, Pally. We'll be right back with more exciting car stories from John Lastman. <laughs> Tom here for Shift Real Estate. I met the folks from Shift Real Estate last year on our way to Key West and loved their story. Shift Real Estate saves home sellers thousands of dollars on real estate fees because they list for a flat fee of $5,000, and that includes photos, MLS listing, online marketing, and the assistance of a full-time realtor. Tell Shift about your home, and they will tell you how you can save $10,000 or more. Shift Real Estate, the common-sense way to sell your home. Visit shift2sell.com because life is expensive enough. Northern Metal Fab right off the interstate in Baldwin, Wisconsin is a custom job shop specializing in large-scale projects. Northern Metal Fab is now hiring for all positions, including welders, painters, and inspectors to provide quality craftsmanship to their customers. Northern Metal Fab is growing, and their growth is your opportunity. Northern Metal Fab offers competitive pay, excellent benefits, and more. Apply online today at nmfinc.com. That's nmfinc.com. Northern Metal Fab is the equal opportunity employer. Hey, it's Tom again for my friends at Profile by Sanford. Danette, Kelly, and the gang. Spring is here and warmer weather means less layers of clothing, and you know what that means. You can't hide the COVID-15 or more you added on under that bulky sweater anymore. My COVID-19 is more like COVID-35, but not to worry. I have the solution. Now is the perfect time to join Profile. Profile was developed by doctors to take the guesswork out of sustainable weight loss. Profile is simple, effective, and a certified health coach is with you every step of the way, which really helps me out because, you know... I need all the help I can get. I've got Danette, my personal coach, keeping me on the straight and narrow. I joined Profile, and I'm beyond glad that I did. I really am. I'm down 11 pounds. I feel great. Profile worked for me, and it can work for you, too. Listen, I'm most sincere when I say you can do this. Visit ProfilePlan.com to find a location near you. That's ProfilePlan.com. Tell them Tom sent you. Mention promo code KQRS at your consultation for additional savings. See ProfilePlan.com, promo code KQRS. We're back with the rock and roll doctor. So we were talking off air. John, you have yeah. an automotive question, which seems startling based on the first half hour of the conversation. Yes, yes. Uh, yeah. Regarding the Power 92 van. No. <laughs> Regarding. Uh, uh, the first car that I purchased was a 1977 like, Mustang II, but this was now 1983, mm-hmm. and it had like 125,000 miles on it. I was living in New York City. 
uh, and I was very, very happy with it because it looked great. But I would say you're the only person in the history of uh, Ford that thought that was a good looking well, car. Well, I, I never had a '57, or yeah. you know. So I'm driving to the overnight shift at a WAPP on the Long Island Expressway, and what they told me. Like the thing dies. Four ninety five is that LIE? I, I think, think it is. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. And what they told me was, I mean, remember nineteen eighty two, eighty three on the Long Island Expressway, you had burned out cars. Oh, I all know, I mean, it was scary. It was like a, a science fiction movie. My my starter wife uh, was born and raised in Brooklyn Heights, so I ah, spent a lot of time out there. Starter wife, that's real nice. <laughs> so they told me nice. that the radiator blew and blew water into the engine, and that I would literally Ooh. have to replace the engine. Now this was the gas station down the street from me that, that gave me a tow, or yeah. I, I had it brought there. At, you know, midnight. You know, it's possible. I will tell you this, that those Mustangs, actually pretty much any car that was built in the yeah. 70s, to get 100,000 miles of it out of them right. was quite an accomplishment because yeah. they usually didn't last that long. So if you were at 130, yeah. it's possible if it, if it ingested uh, enough water into the carburetor, mm-hmm. it could have ruined the motor. Well, I mean, it's, yep. but it's also possible that it's New York and that yeah, all it needed true. was a to cool down in a new yeah. radiator cap and you could have got away for 15 bucks no. so i was just glad to get off the freeway at you know 1 yeah. a.m alone like the warriors were going to come get me you know so i was just warriors. come on play, come on play. Harry, harry chapin died on the long island yes Expressway. he did he, he sure did. his brother tom was good friends with my uh, ex-wife oh tom was a uh uh, jingle writer oh. in fact he was the guy that made all the money on the famous coke jingle Coke, is it? No. He made half a million dollars on four of the same note. Yeah, what hey, a waste how can of I get time. that job? For real. No kidding. It's all true. No question about it. Can I, I get, reminisce? I guess Harry was a bit of a maniac behind the wheel. Sure, go ahead. Yes, and for those was. of you that don't know, he wrote Cats in the Cradle. Yeah, W O L D. W O L D D D D D. Many, many years ago, 30 years ago, whatever it was, 32, 33 years ago. Michael Jackson was coming to town, and then he canceled. So we kind of thought, Dave, I think, and you started talking about it. Going, we should call Michael Jackson and do an yes. interview. Yes. And so somebody to my left looked in the, I believe, Chicago phone book. Uh, Wasn't Chicago? May have been that or Watts. Oh, it was Watts. Okay. <laughs> so it was Watts. And I will hand it off to... Now, John, I'm not saying it was you uh, as the chucker, yeah. but it was the chucker. I don't remember who played the chucker. Yeah, but, but uh, yeah, we had fun with that. Invented for that, right? Well, yes and no. Oh, I mean, okay. for, for, because if you remember the call of the day, we had such fun with that. Yes. And, God, then, yes. and then the FCC said, yeah, regarding this, uh, call my wife and tell her I've died in a horrific car crash. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> you, you called me once, and I think it had to be the late 80s. Yeah. I was running a used car lot for the Walzers in downtown Hopkins. And you called up wanting to know if you could sell cars. And and I, I didn't know it was you at the time, but then you said your name was Frank Rizzo. And I said, oh, the former mayor of Philadelphia. Oh, and he hangs yeah. up. Oh, <laughs> but uh, when the FCC hammer came down, yeah. we... That's too bad. We, well, but then we said, well, wait, we have these interviews. So we had Kingdom Come that yep. was doing an interview yep. as a band that was ripping off Zeppelin at mm-hmm. the time. And then uh, it just started to unfold. So, you know, a lot of them were... Most of them were the real celebrity with with the chucker and right. but Michael Jackson, uh, I said, was well, some guy named Mike who gave us the uh, the permission to broadcast it. Yeah, you know, yeah. Michael Jackson, my favorite part. I don't. I could not have pulled those off. He I goes mean, like I've, this. I've, I've played those for friends that have that have never experienced the beauty of the chucker, and I said, you can't. You got to listen to a couple of these because they're yeah. just unbelievable. Well, Did anybody you. else ever try that in any other market? Oh. Yeah. Oh, you had, I'm uh, finding out, baby. Yeah, you had Mr. Leonard at Z100 New York. Really? You had uh, a local show, a top 40 show here, try uh, 
was it Heimlich or it was one of these same type of goofy voice type oh, really? of thing. Uh, and then my favorite, of course, before Borat, you had uh, L.E.G. Oh, so, yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's true. Right. Yeah, so. That's very, very true. There but I go. You know. My favorite part of that Michael Jackson interview, the guy's actual name was Michael yeah. Jackson, yeah. but it wasn't the same one. Yeah. And at the very end, he goes, I keep telling you, I don't have any money. <laughs> I don't like that album bad. No, I like jazz. I like jazz myself. I like jazz. Oh, you're a jazz head, man. God, it was phenomenal. I mean, that was like 30 years ago. Why didn't you ever put out an album? Wouldn't they let you? Uh, I actually did a thing called uh, Chucker Too Hot for Radio the first time I was fired from Power 92. Okay. uh, Back in 99. And did I fire you then? No, no, I didn't you think didn't. So. No, no. Who fired me back then? I'm trying to. Re- uh, well, anyway, Sandy so no, Sandy wasn't. Uh, <laughs> Sandy. No, no. Prick. Uh, but yes, Sandy I, the prick. Yeah, I could not prick. take the ones that we did for the radio and broadcast on the radio and sell them. Why not? Because they were owned by the radio station. I don't know. That's if, not uh, true. Did you know that? Oh, well, I don't have your contract. No, 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 movie. no. It's not true for anybody. <laughs> really? If it's your con- uh, content, it is your oh, content. Oh, okay. Well. Absolutely. To this day, you could put that album out. There's nothing they could do about Sell it. Sell the Bob Weir one yeah. before he goes away. That was one of my favorites. Oh, the Bob Weir was oh, fantastic. Okay, well, you got the brains. I got the looks. Let's make lots of money. <laughs> What the hell was that band again? Pet Shop Boys. Pet Shop, Pet Shop Boys. Boys. There you go. There you go. <laughs> no, it, it, honest to God, when you started making those calls, people went berserk. Yeah, well, thanks. It was fun. God, it's, they it's still fun. You know, we, we, we've tried a couple uh, over the past few years. The problem is when you do those calls, when the chucker does those, you have to involve PR people. Mm-hmm. Right. And back, right. In the, back in the day, there were so many agents that would, you know, work for you. Well, now, if I or the Chucker piss off Carrot Top, all of a sudden I don't get Brad Pitt. Right. So, uh, <laughs> you know, that's true. Yeah, and they won't, yeah, nobody will call. So, right. Yeah. Oh, that was so much fun, though, because it would come on. And because no, I never listened to him ahead of time. Right. I would just hear him live on the air. Sure. And it was, that's why I could, well, I don't ever pre read anything. I want a natural reaction yeah. to all stories. So I don't pre read stories. I don't listen to stuff in advance. Because I want, I don't want that fake, that's very funny. Yeah, that sounds real. <laughs> I, I get it. How did you, how could you go after Eddie Albert, though? Come on. Eddie Albert. Oh, well, he was only 110. Sweet old man. He's only 110 years old. <laughs> uh, uh, and he's hard, and he can't hear. I mean, yeah. that's, uh, that's really kicking my, somebody my when they're hearing down. hearing is not <laughs> doing my, well. My machinery yeah, is my not machine. dead. Listen, when we didn't go after him, I, I was. Know. I asked him if he, uh, you know, nailed his co-star, uh, you know, and uh, like, oh, Ava Gabor, Ava Gabor, sister, you know, exactly. So, you know who passed away? That uh, a bummer was. Uh, uh, what's her name? She was in Play Misty for me, and she was all oh, over yeah. Barnaby um, Jones. And damn it, she just died. Jessica Walter. Jessica oh, yeah, yeah. Walter. Arrested yes. development for yes. the younger people. Arrested development. Uh, yes, but uh, I was watching Play Misty for me. That's. You know, when you go in the military, they show you those films about uh, how not to get herpes. Right, STD. Right. They should show play Misty for me if you go to broadcasting school. They should. Don't don't meet anyone on the request line. Although now, what's a request line? So. Yeah, yeah, they're not. They don't. Not a lot of requests anymore. No, they don't ring. Back back in my day, it was a KDWB. How old are you? No, so, oh, that's real that. nice. That's real nice. nice. I was fifteen. No question about it. <laughs> God, media. <laughs> You know, you guys mind spending like two minutes on media? I don't want to talk oh, about it. Ahead, I don't want to get in your way here. But when I look at broadcast television now, did you see the numbers for those nighttime talk shows? Andy was running them down the other day. Oh, you mean Kimmel? Nobody and watches those shows. Yeah. No. Well I mean, under a million viewers. Oh, it's just sad. I think we catch KQ pretty soon. Fine with me. I'm almost <laughs> done. No, no, no. no, no. <laughs> I mean, when you think about it. Because when no, you guys had a true, 30 yeah. share, how many how many listeners? Oh, it was is a that? lot, man. That's, I don't know. John would know better than me. That's over a million, right? Uh, yeah, a lot of people. So when you think about it, late night yeah. national TV yeah. is competing yeah. with yeah. the heyday of the KQ morning show. Yeah. But there's so much competition that it. You it's know, right. Well, digital. It's an oversaturated yeah. market for yeah. sure. So. Well, all markets are oversaturated now. Right. TV's yeah, oversaturated, uh, radio's oversaturated, movies yeah. are over. It's all every, there's just too much stuff. Yeah, it's all the same too. Yeah. Every movie comes out now is superhero. Mm-hmm. Like right. Jesus, you make a movie about something else, that'd be kind of interesting. But 
I don't know. I mean, you, John, when you look back at that whole thing, because nobody knew what was what was happening. Nobody knew that was going to work. I mean, yeah. Andy was going to be born, so I took the job and moved back here from New York. Right. And, and they made me promise that I would stay six months, and then if I, I had to leave, I, I would do that. But literally, within six months, the show blew up, so yeah. you couldn't leave. Yeah. No. Well, why like, would you want Jesus. to? You yeah, why would to, you want to? I mean, to traveling, exactly. is really, traveling for no, a living is really fun for the first week you do it, and then after that, it pretty much sucks. Yeah. Was that you that took the call? This old guy, he listens to the KQ42, <laughs> and he goes, What the hell are you people doing down there? There's no room for comedy in radio, television, nor newspapers. Yeah. <laughs> There's I no I, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you took the call. Yeah, yeah. it was right. Yeah, I just let the fun. Probably Steve Cannon just calling to mess with Probably oh, true. Yeah, probably uh, true. Well, then they lost the tape, so my father had to recut it. Did they really? Yeah. How the hell do you lose uh, a so tape? It was on a cart back oh, in the day. And it was like two years later. And yeah. Dave, Dave Hamilton, the PD, was like, hey, uh, your father's a professor. Right? Could he recut that? Uh, there's no room for him. I'm like, sure. That was terrific. So I just yeah, called actually. him up and did it. Well, I would bet 99.99% of anything broadcast on the radio is gone forever. Because most yeah. stuff they yeah, only archive right. for yeah. about a month yeah, before true. they throw it away <laughs> for just legal purposes. But yeah, most of this stuff yeah. no one ever records. It's once it's out in the air, that's it. Right. Who is the guy? He's a local guy, and he must have some huge archive of local broadcasts and stuff. You have yeah, oh, I know yeah, what you're talking about. Times yep. a year oh, ago. it's TC Media. Now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Tom yeah. Osmond. Yeah. Yeah, Tom's a good guy. Those yeah. are always kind of fun. Uh, TCMediaNow.com. Yeah. Those are always kind of fun to it's listen got, to. Yeah, it's got CARE 11 from 1983 here, uh, KSTP 1987, yep. Jesus. Nancy yep. Nelson's movie review of the Muppet movie in 79. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. 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 Passels in 1990, he's running for governor. Yeah, yeah, yeah running for your governor. fault. All yeah. sorts of stuff. Yeah. Mark Rosen ran for governor in 86, and he ran for governor in 90. They both got, wow. what, like 15,000 votes or something. They yeah. got a lot of votes. Oh, don't forget, uh, WLOL ripped you off and did uh, Prince for Governor. That didn't go over so good. Prince for, I you never know, even know oh, they did it. They had bumper stickers. It was awful. I didn't know awful. that. You can't do it that Prince way. was not very happy no, with that. Prince was like, he, what? He kind of controlled his, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, his well, there, image. Your ass. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I suppose it's probably true. No, nah, it it was, God, it was, what an era that was, yep. John. There's no yep. doubt about that. I kind of wish we never would have left 917, even though it was a shithole. Yeah, so I much know. fun. I, it, it sure was. I went back uh, for a tour. Oh, God, it had to be 10 years ago now, but a friend of mine was working there. It was a, a religious station. Right, yeah, exactly. And the the conference room was now like a, a, a chapel. A, a chapel. Hmm. Did they know what you did in there? Uh, not me, but uh, oh, yeah. I, no. you, I went in there. I looked at him. I said, I'm going to burst into flames. i got to get out of here. It's it just been repurposed. I don't know. You know this. I don't think you do. A couple of winters ago, I thought it was dying, and it turns out I wasn't, and I was really bored. Oh, that's good. So I drove uh, Uber for a couple of months just oh. to get out of the house. Yeah. And I picked up this uh, Muslim guy in downtown Minneapolis, middle of the day, and I said, where are you going? He goes, um, 400 Cedar Avenue. I says, you're going to the Cedar Bar? Oh, no. The 400 Club? Yeah. Right. It's a mosque now. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. So you wow. go by there. You know, the bricks were all falling down, so it's all white wood. Yeah, around it, and yeah. It's a, there's no label on it. But, you know, that's right in the heart of the Somali community. Of course. Right. Well, I lived in downtown Minneapolis for over a decade. Yeah. Uh, when the riots happened last uh, May 25th, 26th, I uh, moved across downtown just in time to watch uh, Brits burn a month later. Oh, oh yeah. So, yeah. Uh, yep. so, yeah, St. Cloud uh, and Rockin' 101 have been a very nice, uh, peaceful So peaceful are you town. living in St. Cloud? No, I'm living in St. Cloud. Oh, you are. Yeah. Oh, you are. That's no, good. Yeah. That'd, that'd be nice. It's fun. I, I drove down here just for you guys. So. Yeah, Doug. Yeah. Andy, Andy, you should thank him. <laughs> <laughs> on behalf of all of our <laughs> listeners. Uh, yeah. On behalf of yeah, all our oh, listeners. God. Oh, my God. It, it just, Jesus. The mem- oh, Are Officer you got- Dave has a passel for Governor Yard sign still. He oh, still wow. does? Yeah. Jesus. That's wow. a little stalkery. Yeah, you get it autographed. <laughs> so I have a question for you, John. Well, you better call Jeff. stickers all the time still, oh, so wow. I think that's just a Minnesota thing is to, you know. Mm-hmm. I saw a Prius and it had, it had a bush quail sticker on the back. I'm like, that's actually pretty funny. because <laughs> that is. Yeah, did a they Prius? make the Prius? Back? No, no. Yeah, that's no. like 20 years before yeah. the car was even invented. Wow. 
Yeah, probably not the same pol- political views either. If anybody <laughs> no. drives a Prius. No. Uh, John, do you think that, that you guys, because Gary owns a bunch of different stations, doesn't he? Yeah. Yeah, we have, uh, he has uh, uh, Rockin' 101, WHMH, and then a lot of HD 123s. Yeah. We have a station yep. called The Goat on HD uh, yep. HD 2 that you'd like, because you'd yep. love it, Doug, because it? it's uh, deep album rock. And oh, I mean, I mean, a power... Rotation a, a power rotation on that station is like six days. You don't hear the same thing ever. Yeah, right, See, right, now that you know, was twice. I, I know the morning show is a big deal, but my favorite era KQ was in the seventies. Yeah, growing course, up, listening like, yeah. to Killer Curse well, Bomb. So, yeah. so just before you no, got no, no, there, no, no. Yeah. because it was the morning show is different. I mean, that hey, was a, that was a great music yeah. station, yeah. Yeah. and there was, yeah. but it's a narrow format, right? There's not many people baby. that are going to listen yeah. to John Prine one no. minute and then Led Zeppelin well, and then everything in between. It's too, yeah. it's too crazy for most people. Well, but as a as a young person who was really into music that I, I thought it yeah. was great. The I goat remember. does uh, A to Z. It takes over three months. Cool. So. To do A to Z? <laughs> yes. Well, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. No doubt about it. You know what I think they should do? They should take your show and syndicate it through the entire state. I like the way you think. Why don't they? That would be, uh, hey, be a good idea. Yeah. He's got the looks. you got the money. What's, uh, no, you got, got the, the something like I, that. I got the, the brains. You, you got, No, you got the brains. I, I got I the money. <laughs> or some damn thing. Keep that, talking about the money all the time. Damn flock of seagulls. told you I don't have any money. I told you I don't have any money. That guy was... He was on an incredible, incredible oh. call. Didn't you almost get uh, Gary Lewis to almost hang himself because you were picking what? on That one never made it to the air. No, it, it was, did not. Uh, Gary Lewis of Gary Lewis and the Playboys, who did this diamond ring. It's right. Gary Lewis's son, son yep. from many, many, many years ago. And I Jerry st- never winning father of the year right. awards. No. He, he, he was no. in uh, runner-up to yes. Bing Crosby, I think. Yes, but, exactly. Uh, Gary Lewis was going to play, I don't know, the Carlton Celebrity Room. Right, right. So, of course, the chucker got him on the phone and started going, Hoy, been the lady. <laughs> and he did not appreciate it and just went off the deep end. And then his agent basically said, give me the phone and said, hello, Chuck? Mikey, Chuck's like, yeah, if you broadcast this, We'll own your radio station. We'll own your radio. And, station. and I was like, eh, I can't thank you that. Boy, yeah. look at the time. <laughs> I think I think Steinmetz burned it. Well, so. <laughs> I heard, and I don't know if this is true or not, but I heard that he started crying. It got that yeah, bad. Yeah. Oh, it's, uh, it's, all it's all a blur. It's all a Don't play me. John. I was big. Is he on camera? That was in my office. That's right. Chuck. No, it's, it's Chuck. Sorry, Charles. Put it on Chuck. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, what an era. Oh. You ever talked to Hamilton? No. I, I haven't uh, talked to him in years. No, no. I think he's in Austin, Texas. I think he is in Austin, Texas. Staying in Austin, Texas. Nice town. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I spent a lot of time in Austin. Most of my time in Texas I spent in San Antonio, which is a great town. Yeah. I've never yeah. been there. I've, I've oh, always wanted to go to San Antonio. Town. Dallas and Houston, I think, are terrible. I, just, I used to uh, consult yeah. Beaumont. Mm. Yes. Beaumont, yeah, our capital guy. What the hell was his name again? Oy. The Beaumont guy, Beaumont, Texas, Capital Records guy. What the oh, hell was his name? I don't name? know, but it, I, I always think of Beaumont when I watch The Simpsons because they had actual tire fires. It was insane. <laughs> so, Big Dog 106. So. Big Dog 106. Yeah. Big Dog 106, man. Yeah. Yeah, I was. Uh, yeah. I was. That was my uh, consulting days, and I was in Beaumont, and they said we're going to go out to a bar gig tonight, and I was like, eh, yeah, I'm good, because it was a little rough. Yeah, so, it was rough. Yeah, yeah. well, for this half Jew. Yeah. Well, <laughs> so, so there's some famous musician from Beaumont, though. The you go. There for is. It. No, there is. Yeah. It's not. Is Who it Stevie Ray Vaughan or? No, he's from Austin. He's Austin, from Austin. That's right. Well, I know he made it in Austin. But <clears> well, you're right. Bon, John Bon Jovi. Ever tell you my John Bon Jovi? Do you oh, know look John? At the time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Another, another, another I've mentioned him once or twice. Oh, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. You knew John no. Bon Jovi, right? You know, he thanked me at the, uh, at the uh, Hard Rock Cafe. No, what? Well, never mind. It was one of them. The, like orchestra. Mentioned the, the orchestra awards. Yeah. Yes, yeah, the orchestra awards. Yeah. He won the, the orchestra awards. It was night. Ah. God. What a world. <laughs> I honestly I see a lot it. of people from Beaumont. Jeez. Wait, who? Uh, about... 10,000 baseball players. Oh, there's no doubt about that. Texas baseball, no doubt. Oh, yeah. Any famous musicians? Tracy Bird, country music artist. Mark Chestnut, another country music. 
Uh, I'm going to start stop not on mentioning fire uh, country music people. So this might take a while. They all sound like chucker victims. <laughs> Probably are. Mark Chestnut. Mark. Mark Chestnut. The old Mark Chestnut. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God, indeed. Oh, God, indeed. Oh, apparently Janis Joplin. Yeah, I was, she was from Port you know Arthur. You're right. I was going to say that. I, I was did, too, but, but I then think I thought she's it was Austin. Ar- I think she's from Port Ar- Arthur. This says she is from Port Arthur, yeah. but I'm thinking but she that's really might close have grown to up yeah. there, yeah. Wow. maybe. Wow. Anyway, see, we almost made it through two shows without Andy looks up stuff on the internet. That's, that's, <laughs> that's my alternate working Andy title for the Car Selling Secrets podcast. Oh. Because we have like these foggy memories, and it's like, yeah, no, that isn't what happened. Here it is. Wow. Yeah, we do get corri- yeah, yeah. corrected quite a lot. No, Constantly. that's not and how it's it good happened at all. Because hey. it's like a reset. That's good. Indeed. You got a minute and a half, Pally. Well, say something. Okay. <laughs> uh, 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 how are things since I've been gone? You know how they were when I came there 35 years ago. Yeah, they're still that's okay. Oh well, God, we, it's it's never uh, gonna it's never gonna get any better. It's not well, gonna happen. Well, Tom, we can't thank you enough for all this. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, hey, uh, listen to the uh, Johnny Rock Show weekday mornings when you're not listening to Tom Bernard at Power 92. You mean when, when he's on one of his many vacations, uh, no, or when he's oh, in commercials? When he's in commercials, like a Walzer commercial. Yeah, you know we have the uh, three minute pro- promise. We never play more than three minutes of commercials. That's but, very smart. But well. It's not by design. We just no, don't have any advertising. No, well, never mind then. Uh, never so, yeah. mind. It's like public radio. <laughs> the Johnny no, Rock even Show. They have more than three minutes yeah. now. Yeah, the Rockin' 101. Oh, we have, we have a good time. A lot of self deprecation. That's all. Uh, that's the only plug I'll get in. What, what but, time's your show on, John? Uh, it's on 6 to 10 Central Time. What the hell are you doing working four hours? I thought I was the only idiot that did that. You do 5.30 to 10. Jesus. Yeah. I know, it's crazy. Tom could just stay on till noon? Yeah, <laughs> great. Perfect. That'll be wonderful. Oh, well, it's that douchebag John Dickey. Oh, oh God. God. <laughs> Look at the time. Yeah. Look at the time. Oh, you don't want to get involved in that? There's no. another guy. If I ever see him again, he's oh. going to be about a foot shorter. Oh. I can promise you that. And he's already about 5'1". <laughs> All right. That wraps up episode 88 of Walzer Automotive Group's Car Selling Secrets, where they're special aggressors. Great to see you again. I really was happy that you decided to. Oh, I don't know. Did you. you hit your head and say, all right, I'll do it? Yeah, well, no. I. Uh, how could I say no? Yeah, it'll be know. fun. Come on. And it's my, nice to talk to know. the two of you guys together. And it was fun. That was a lot of fun. People hey. are going to dig this. So. Hey, manana. Oh, God. I got to go. Join us next week. Scott Lambert, the president of Minnesota Auto Dealers Association, will be in to pitch the State Fair Auto Show. The the auto show is going to be at the State Fair this year in May. When are you having Dave Burner in? Uh, well, I don't know, Dave. Dan's my stepdad. No, I don't care. You can, they can come in <laughs> well, together. And maybe go, I can get him in. Because I just want to see, just to test a sense of humor and go, so are you and Winona still together? <laughs> All <laughs> right, on, I'll see what I can do. humor, for Christ's yeah. sake. Uh, it was Mike, never meant as a shot anyway. Because we were picking on Mike Vick, as people finally called yes. me the other day. Yeah, I know you told me. So that. he'll be on uh, in the 15th, and then nice. I'll uh, get a little back surgery, so I might be out of commission for a week or so. What? Yeah. You just sit in your ass anyway. What's the difference? When I realized I had a problem, actually, I was we were in the parking lot last summer, and you remember I fell over, and you're like, "What are you drunk?" Oh like, yeah, I do. Yeah, remember so that, it just yeah. mm. they have to open up my spine because the nerves are getting <gasps> pressure oh, on. Well, Ooh, that's not but great, I, it's cool. I got a, a neurosurgeon, and he's a little Colombian dude. He's like Sarah's size, and that's oh, what you I want know. in a yeah. microsurgeon. You don't want the ex-football player, right? Right. No. Yeah. no, no. Anyway, we will be back next week. Thank you very much, everybody.